right, this is episode one of season one of Help the Outsiders, um, Boy and Girl Project. Anyhow, I'm just going to tell you the statistics. You're going to hear me flipping through pages a lot, unless I read what I have here. I'm going to just go for it. Okay, I have a huge binder. You ready? Here we go. Homelessness, also known as residers. Or outsiders, survivalists, survivors. I couldn't figure out a name. I went with outsiders. Uh, the reason why is term homeless uh, needs to go. They are forced to find home wherever possible, and they know how to make a home if needed. Uh, there's number two. There's a negative connotation of a group of individuals when they are. Um, it's a negative connotation of them uh, when they're actually all individuals forced together in a community setting and they have um, no relations or friendships to help with that loneliness. So they may look like they're close together and they're a community, but they're not. Number three, many people seem to fear the homeless due to the name itself, like it's a glue. Like, oh, you're a homeless person, ooh, you know. It creates a false uh, sense of identity. So that also, number four, creates a lack of um, respect. It labels a person. Psychologically, a lack of empathy seems to be growing uh, for the homeless unless someone who doesn't fit the homeless image is seen. So it's like if they have a degree or if they had a job for so many years, all of a sudden people are like, oh my gosh, this is serious. It's been serious before that. Uh, number five, homeless means without a home. But many have created their own homes, meaning the term homeless is now inaccurate since there is a hometown for those who are outside uh, without walls or a roof. Um, I consider that an outside environment. Number six, outsiders can sound cool and hip. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to, I was trying to reassure myself that outsiders isn't insulting. Um, it can sound, it sounds better to me than homeless. It can sound cool and hip. It'll attract more people uh, my age to donate to the population. Maybe due to the book Outsiders, it's now banned from schools. Like us 90 kids, we had to read that in schools. Now they're, they're not allowed to read that. Um... It's now banned, similar to the homeless. That's what I feel is so. That book is banned. Now the homeless are becoming banned, especially since COVID days. Um, so I would think the term outsider should start to get used more than the word homeless. If a term even needs to be used to objectify a different, a difference in persons, you know, we shouldn't even be labeling people in general. All right. The Boy and Girl Project, okay. Create shelters, uh, ways of sanitization, cleaning, hygiene, necessities. Farming would be ideal. Uh, farming trees, renewable sources of food, garden. Um, electricity, that wouldn't cost money, like um, solar power type of electricity. Fresh water and reuse water resources. Uh, entertainment, emotional support, free therapy. That would be ideal. Okay. I guess I can slow down. Sorry. That was one page. <laughs> I don't want to bore you now. Alright, here we are on my little two little circles. I put intellect in one circle, recreation in the other, and you know how there's like that little middle part where those circles overlap? I put love. I feel like with education and recreation, they would feel more love. 
um, and that would mean self-growth and love, like Maslow's Pyramid, where um, there's six, but now there's like seven or eight that grew. But, um, yeah, so physiological needs, and then it's, my mom's sleeping, I don't want to wake her. Physiological needs, security, belonging, I'm trying to do this from memory right now. Uh, esteem and then self-actualization or something like that. So I want to provide what Maslow's Pyramid suggests providing. And these shelters help with the physiological needs, but basically anything above that, it, it's not really providing. So in order for um, these outsiders to feel more like they belong and they're, that they're not outsiders, we should um, start doing a rent kind of community where it's really minimum base rent. And I know I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but like I want to bring forth everything that's been missing. I want to bring every little missing key together to create a self-sustainable community for all people, not just the homeless or outsiders, excuse me. I don't even know. Um, so I did statistics here. I do research all the time. I just write it down and think it's going to be a waste of time, but it's not, I guess. Uh, let me tell you the types of homelessness. Um, I'm going to have to use the word a lot because it's all over my pages. Uh, chronic is longer than a year. There's So there's four types of homelessness. Chronic is longer than a year. Episodic or episode, you know, episodic. Three times of homelessness within one year, if four times, then chronic, I think, I don't know, Trin oh, if it's longer than a year, it's chronic, duh, Katie, okay, transitional, uh, they, they uh, faced catastrophe, so they're in between job or financial stabilities, and then there's hidden, where there's unknown numbers of people, like cars, couch surfing, relying on friends, family, things like that. Uh, top five reasons for homelessness is one, lack of affordable housing, two, unemployment, three, poverty, four, mental illness, and five, substance abuse um, slash health. Notice how number five is substance abuse, but yet that is thought to be the number one reason usually. So we have to remember minimum wage has just finally went up. Um, so there's a lot of people that have struggled years and years and years of being in debt, of needing to borrow money, and, um, a lot of places it requires you to have credit and things like that, so a lot of people are becoming homeless even when they're working, even when they're going to school, there's, some um, children that are getting kicked out of of their homes like it's, it can be anybody and it could even be me luckily my mother is a loving mother and she protects me and my whole family would you know if god forbid something happened but not everyone's as lucky as i am so i want to tell you about the cities the 2020 population cities according to a forbes article april 16 2021 New York City has 77,943, I'm just going to round it up for you, 
New York City, about 78,000. Los Angeles City and County in California, 64,000. Number of homeless people. In Seattle slash King County in Washington, there's 12,000. San Jose, San Clara City and County in California, there's about 10,000. Oakland, Berkeley, Alameda County, Alameda County, um, there's about 8,000, more than that. San Francisco, California, 8,000, a little bit over. San Diego City and County, pretty much around 8,000 as well. Phoenix, Mesa, Maricopa County, um, about 7,500, 7,500. In Arizona, Santa Ann, Anaheim, Orange County, in uh, California, that's about 7,000. And D.C. and Virginia is uh, 6,400, so that's 6,400, um, whatever, 6,500. Um, and EndHomelessness.org says in January 2020, 580,466 people in America were homeless. Worst states off New York, Hawaii, Oregon, California, D.C. New York Times says start of January 2020. 580,000 living in streets or in temporary... Okay, it's just confirming. Half a million, over half a million are on the streets. All right. Um, let's see. Pay three days ahead. So I've had all these ideas... The goal is a free shelter and self-sustainable uh, community. The free shelter would only be available to those who um, dedicate their time on the community to help it run. Uh, let's see. Problems with the goal is, is cost. Uh, if the cost, co <laughs> if it costs more to create the free services, that would be the issue, and that's what I'm trying to prevent. So I'm trying to find the. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to balance it so the community makes money to keep improving and build more uh, homes for others, but also um, doesn't do, you know, take up too much money where it's taking away from the residents of what they deserve. So I'm trying to find that um, <clears throat> balance of doing sales and feeling like a I don't like to gain any type of profit, but it's going to have to be needed in order to keep renovating and build more communities. And problemed areas, again, New York City, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, San Diego, Washington, D.C., San Jose, Boston, 6,300, over 6,300 there. Las Vegas, Nevada, yeah, 6,200. And Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and actually Honolulu, Hawaii, 5K, uh, 5,000 people. And then it just keeps going on. St 10 states with homelessness issues. Uh, it says Vermont on here. So I have uh, number 1 to 10. New York, Hawaii, California, Oregon, Washington, Massachusetts, Alaska, Vermont, Nevada, Colorado. So yeah, this is why I take multiple sources, because sometimes they say different things. But, um, yeah, New York, California, 
You get it. A lot of places are struggling. Yeah. That's the same exact, is that the same exact article that I wrote down twice? Yes, it is. Alright, see what I mean? Studies, the necessities. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the focus are on the necessities. <laughs> I broke. Necessities. Uh, food, warmth, staying cool, shelter, social, and water. All right. So the necessities are food. So they would like need plants to grow, long-lasting foods, things like that. Warmth. So there needs to be a lot of blankets and clothes because there's not going to be much electricity and I don't know. Or it had to be a warm place, you know. Three, um, staying cool. So there's going to have to be water available because it's not going to be like AC units always available. And a shelter. The sun is really what's making it so hot. So they just need even maybe some shade for um, a shelter. Uh, so there's, oh, I was looking into abandoned homes as well and areas because there's all these beautiful houses that are just empty, and I'm like, these would be great places to have homeless people come, but just, I'm just going to try to think of buying our own land. Social, um, they need, need to feel secure and safe, friendly areas, or at least feel part of a community type of deal. Water, we got to be near locations of fresh water, or... Um, look where there's locations of imbalanced water levels be aware of that where there might be flooding and things like that i got to avoid those areas uh number seven a foundation religion community for the spirit oh i added yeah no, yeah so i want to i want to teach people about god without scaring them away but that's that's down the road all right and number eight cities studied Oh, that I went to in person. <laughs> oh my god. It was so sad. Uh, Alright. Where do I begin? Well, California. I went to San Francisco and I went to, um, well, Oakland area as well. And... It's in bad shape. And that was in 2016. And I was like handing out snacks and stuff because I was running out of money so quick because I just, I promised myself I would give some money out, but I always seem to like give out too much on accident. And it's just, it's so hard not to give out like they're in these like rich areas too. It's 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 so messed up. You see these people like with like Rolex watches and super fancy clothes passing people by like they're nothing. It's so insane. Same thing in Las Vegas. I actually cried when I um got to the strip and saw it. Because I was like, oh, wow, there's not many homeless people that I've seen. And then I went, then I got to the strip. And I was, like, actually on the phone with a friend saying, oh, I'm relieved that there's not many homeless people around. And then there was a guy behind me digging out of the garbage looking for food. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. I feel so bad. Anyhow, it's everywhere. Uh, Colorado, Denver. 
Yeah. Nothing more to say about that. Tennessee, Nashville, even. Um, I met this really sweet guy who, I, he was, like, almost, rec- like, adopted by, I think, these family people in Tennessee, um, because he was homeless or something, and, but he was a really nice guy, and, for the life of me, I cannot remember his name right now, not Cortez, or, oh my god, it's gonna bother me, anyhow, that's not important, it'll take money to run, that's inevitable, but the goal is to start with the least amount of money as possible to survive. That's what I wrote. This day is free. You're going to share toilets, bathrooms, kitchens, closets, a clothes, electricity, water use source. That's like if if there's enough money, yeah, it would eventually have um, a kitchen and a bathroom like area and porta potties wouldn't be needed anymore if I could get like plumbing and electricity but just it's such an emergency there's no time to worry about that stuff like let's just get people into these sheds now oh sorry I forgot to tell you there's like these sheds that are seven by seven or six by eight that are eighty dollars there's also other size sheds that are bigger than that that are eighty to seventy dollars each and um, it's only the, low, the cheapest I found is like 33 cents, actually, even cheaper than that. A 10.5 foot by 23 foot shed, $80. And then there's um there was one that was, uh, so I mean, but the smaller I do, the more I can fit on the land. So that's why I was thinking that the small, even though these, some are the same price and, and, and a lot bigger. So, um... Uh, sheds are basically, I think Washington's already doing it, but, uh, I had no idea they were, and I cried when I saw they're doing it, I was so happy, um, sheds are the way to go, I'm afraid to say too much, because I don't want, like, supply and demand to, like, try to raise their prices and stuff, because it's, um, it's needed, you know, I need, we need to build this type of community for people, and I'm tired of things getting in the way and it's so cheap it is so cheap it's 200 I broke I basically did the math it's $200 to get someone into a shed they have a shed they have a little inflatable bed slash couch they have um, a foldable table and two foldable chairs and a FEMA radio that would um, it's hand cranked powered. You could get, you can hand crank power it, and you could plug in your device or phone or something and charge it. It's, I think I said it's a radio as well, and it does something else. Oh, it could be a flashlight, whatever. Since nobody's gonna have electricity, they're gonna need to have a, a little a tool that provides them with that electricity. So that's what the FEMA radio would be for, and. Um, yeah, I'm excited about this, honestly, because it is possible. It is so possible. But I've been looking into land, and I'm going to 
first I was thinking California, you know, because that's the worst state off pretty much and warm. I need a warm state-ish. And so I decided, I looked into cheap land and supposedly, well, I mean, there's some cheap places in California, but it's not worth it. It's not worth to take the chance because very hilly areas, so I'm thinking flatter land. Anyhow, land looks very cheap in Arizona, New Mexico, those areas. And I was, um, although the dangers of, like, snakes and scorpions, I'm Chicagoan. I'm not used to any of that kind of stuff. I'm sure people, I'm sure we could figure out a way to avoid the wildlife a little bit. But it seems like, um, seems like the desert is... <laughs> Go figure. The new place to be. Not the desert. Desert. I'm not gonna like. I'm, I gotta find that oasis, you know? And I'm looking. I've been looking. Hey. Nah. I'm gonna save that for a different podcast. It's going to be what activities fit best for each zodiac sign. Random, I know, but it's part of the community center. I hope to implement fun stuff, you know? That's why people keep doing drugs. They don't have anything else to do fun. So let's put some fun in their life. And maybe some people will stop chasing the dragon. I don't know. I think that's the term. I feel even weird saying it. Because dragons are fun. And you would think chasing a dragon is never a bad thing, but I don't want to go there right now. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Have a good day. Again. Yeah, because I did a podcast just not too long ago. Okay, bye. Ciao. Okay, boys and girls, let's just... um. It's basically a podcast for myself. No one's going to listen to this, so who am I kidding? Okay, Katie. (laughs) All right. This is my audio diary, basically. I don't really believe in electronics because I feel like they're going to get wiped out anyhow due to natural disasters consistent. So that's why I'm trying to create a community where we do not rely on plumbing and electricity as if it's a need, a necessity, but more, it's a luxury. All right. I have come down to one, two, three, four, five, one, 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 five locations. Maybe I shouldn't say this if I am being listened to. Anyhow, okay, Navajo County, Arizona, Costilla County, Colorado, Kanai, Kanai Peninsula, Alaska, I don't even know how I'm saying. Luna County, uh, New Mexico, and I don't know if it's Mojave or Mojave County, Arizona. Um, other options: Los Angeles County, California, San Bernardo, um, San Bernardino, California, Alamosa County, Colorado, Modoc County, California, and um, Klamath or Klamath, Oregon. All right. 
some chances at Freeland. I don't know why I'm whispering. Like, if someone's going to listen to it, they're going to listen to it. Okay. Um, chances at Freeland, Marn, Iowa, New Richland, Minnesota, Lincoln, Kansas, Curtis, Nebraska, Marquette, Kansas, Elwood, Nebraska, it's like a $500 deposit or something, Osborne, Kansas, same thing, $500, but it's pretty much free, Plainville, Kansas, $500, pretty much free, Loop City, Nebraska, I don't know why it says $1,000, but free, um, Manila, Iowa, free, La Villa, Texas, free, Beatrice, Nebraska, free, Buffalo, New York, free, Muskegon, Michigan, free, and then, um, $500 for 1.6 acres in Anderson, Alaska, nearly free, oh, Cuyahoga <laughs> National Park, Ohio, 500 to 1k per month to stay, alright, let's see what else is on here, that's helpful, Mm, that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. I did say Flagler, right? Did I say Flagler, Colorado? Um, so Mankato. Yeah, I think Flagler, Colorado. I didn't have on that list there. But they're also offering Freeland along with Claremont, Minnesota, if I didn't mention that one. Alright. Let's see. Land. Arizona's offering uh, the cheapest is 450 per acre. Colorado, the cheapest 900 per acre. Arizona, I mean, Alaska, cheapest 2000 per acre. New Mexico, um, twenty nine seventy California thirty five sixty and then Oregon forty five hundred. But that is the absolute cheapest found, supposedly, um, according to a website. I didn't actually look myself yet. I might do that today. The money cost plan. It's going to be five dollars for five hours, ten dollars for ten. Increments of five hours at least. The best deal is twenty dollars for twenty-four hours, eighty cents per hour, or six hundred dollars for one month. They can do. Um, the lowest made would be one fifty, one hundred fifty dollars and fifty cents um, per month if only five dollars made per day. Like if there's only one person that stays for five dollars, which I think is pretty gonna be pretty rare. Uh, Twenty dollars times seven if someone tries to. It's basically six oh two, so that's why it's six hundred for one month. All right. It should be twenty-four hour access check-in, twenty-four hour security with guards and cameras, twenty-four hour mini mart with cashiers and a guard or two. Compared it with the average rent, nationally, uh, average rent is um, a ba basically 1100 1098 uh, New Mexico, Arizona are pretty cheap to live in, but um, 
without a, uh, a New Mexico Studio 558, and this place is going to be smaller than a studio. But with amenities, I got to offer some amenities where a job is an opportunity and a free stay, so that would compete with rent there. Uh, let's see, free counselor or mentor and mentor available. Mentor? Mentor. Free counselor or mentor. Yeah, say that five times fast. Uh, most services cost a dollar per hour due to volunteers working on community. They can earn a dollar per hour voucher and half price stay. Um, doing jobs that they want and that they can change anytime if open room or we can create a new job for them that they'd enjoy. Vouchers are the community cash and includes names on there so they don't they can't get stolen. Um, maybe an accountant also available to help keep track for the residents. Someone working five hours earns $5 voucher and half price stay. Um, items will be in increments of 25 cents if sold at the Smart Mini Mart. Okay. There might be also residence trade quarters so the residents themselves can sell by their own items and things. All right. I prefer to choose city areas. We need libraries, transportation, resources, job opportunities that they don't want to work on. Um, the community farm, whatever it is going to be. Okay. And I think that should sum up. So I'm just summing up some land and charging costs here. Okay. All right. Have a good day if you're actually listening to me. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Alright, so this is the recreational part a little bit that it's supposed to be added. Alright, so some cheap hobbies to have. Um, learning, gardening, do-it-yourself hacks. Board games, music, scrapbook, collage, knitting, learn to cook, draw, go to free community events, invest slash budget, volunteer, yoga, writing, play cards, dance, read, foreign language, explore, current events, um, learn magic, write a song, try to beat world record, I'm just, visit museums, so this is, these are sources I get from other places. Sudoku, jog, blog, podcast, ta-da, photography, cycling, whittling, I have no idea what that is, but I think it was fun, whittling, I think it's like something to do with knitting, I don't know, sports team, mentor, stargaze, kite, people watch, alright, there's so many things to do, anyhow. My, I, I like to put questions and answers. So the question is, what kind of recreation is going to be provided? My answer is um, arts and crafts, music, uh, dance, um, basically dancing, singing, instruments, etc. Um, improv, theater, comedy, sewing, crocheting or weaving, hopefully jewelry, like cheap like thread friendship bracelets or maybe a couple beads writing reading cheap sports like a minute um, like a small gym or just 
having a bag of balls. <laughs> like, you know, soccer ball, football, basketball, all, all those things. Um, explore, do outings. Because there's always community outings and it's important to feel like you're part of the community. So going to those free community events would be a great way to feel not so much as an outsider. Um, and let them know it's up to them. Uh, what kind of hobbies don't need electricity other than light? Uh, so writing, cooking, there's ways. Knitting, gardening, photography, drawing, dance, sewing, hiking, scrapbooking, painting, origami, woodworking, exercise, bird watching, crochet, board games, calligraphy, basically that's cursive, chess, archery, embroidery, learning, baking, singing, camping, hunting, cycling, shopping, shopping. I feel like that needs electricity. Anyhow, basketball, pottery, guitar. No, wait, shopping within the... No, it doesn't need electricity. It just needs light. Basketball, pottery, guitar, running, juggling, quilting, genealogy, like ancestry, uh, soccer, puzzles, cross-stitch, collecting, crossword, art, floral design, baseball, poker, toys, yoga, Acting, astrology, beatboxing, board games, bread making. I think I said board games already. Alright. Might have said a couple of those things twice, but I don't know. Other than that one line, I just repeated, obviously. Okay, anyhow. It's amazing how many hobbies we can do without electricity. Alright, so what act, my question is, what activities fit best for each zodiac sign? So let's say like someone has no idea what what good hobby, what a good hobby for them would be. Well, psycholog um, psychologically, there's nature and nurture. Some people get so lost with how they've been nurtured that they forget their nature. So we're trying to bring pe people back to their childlike self, that nature form of them. So um, I go by zodiac signs. Because I'm a Cancer and my Zodiac sign has fit me to a T for my whole entire life. So, I don't know. And everybody I meet, it seems their Zodiac sign fits them to a T. So just maybe consider experience and education combined. It's really hard to deny, to deny it anymore. Um, so, Aquarius. Let's start from the very beginning. So Aquarius usually like tech, games, um, outdoor activities, socializing, adventure sports, and they're inventors. So they might like to be creative uh, with certain things. Pisces, they're water babies. They love the water. Movies, they love movies, um, sports and activities usually water related and to go on beaches they just love their water uh, Aries is sports outdoor games music exploration active games so they're very active um, Taurus they're very artistic even if you wouldn't tr see it they're secretly artistic music and singing painting sculpting gardening fishing 
um, are some things Taurus might enjoy. Gemini, they want bo their, uh, their body and mind active. Uh, table tennis, badminton, adventure sports. Again, this is these are from sources of information I get on the internet. I did not come up with this list myself. All right, Sagittarius, uh, they, oops, what am I doing? Gemini goes to Cancer. All right, I missed my own self. All right, what a Cancer thing to do. All right, Cancer, they enjoy gardening, interior decorating. Yeah, I do. But my place is a mess, ironically. Cooking, reading, and they love being creative. Now, the cooking, I'm not a big fan of, but that's only because I, um, I don't like fire. Other than, that, other than that, I could cook once I get over my stupid, weird fear of, like, burning myself. All right, Leo. Leo's like dancing, painting, adventurous sports, music, socializing. They love socializing. Anything that has other people there, they're fine. Virgo, writing, gardening, do-it-yourself hobbies, very detail-oriented. Agriculture. Um, Libra, they also like numbers. I would, Virgos, I noticed they seem to like numbers. Uh, and that's my own self saying that. So, anyhow, Libras like arts, creativity, music and shows, painting, traveling, social, and dance. So, they're just, they're just very artsy, just like almost like a flamboyant artsy. Just kidding. <laughs> Scorpios are yoga, meditation. Well, they like yoga, meditation, religion, philosophy, music, and collectors. They more they kind of like to chill when they want to chill. And if they want to hang out, they're very picky about who they hang out with sometimes. Sagittarius, uh, they like nature and outdoors. Yeah, they do. Writing, adventurous sports, trying new things, fishing or going for walks. That sounds right. My Aunt Patty is a Sagittarius. She loves all that stuff. All right, Capricorn. Capricorns are very artistic. Mm -hmm. I've seen that. Painting, eating out. Uh, they like to make crafts. And they're usually introverts, which surprises me because many of them seem like they're extroverts and that nothing would get to them. But they're actually very sensitive people. So it's very important to understand these zodiac signs of each person um, coming into the community because if things go wrong, the way you would co um, comfort an Aries is very different how you would comfort a Cancer. Or, you know, fire and water are very different. With water signs, you want to feed more into the sensitivities with water signs. Be very sensitive with criticizing criticism and Aries you can just basically just or you know you, some people can take criticism like it's a piece of cake and then some can't and it's important to know what that what kind of person you're dealing with usually water and earth signs are more sensitive than fire and air fire and air seem to go along with the wind they get over things you know they get over things sometimes fire if you if you don't treat the fire correctly, things can get worse. Or if you treat it correctly, you know, the, the fire goes down. So it's just, 
if you're going to fight fire with fire, yeah, it builds up. So you got to be kind to fire signs because they are going to be stubborn and try to say that they're right no matter what, along with um, air signs being very, they're more about justice and things being fair. Um, sometimes loyalties seem to go out the window when it comes to um, being morally right about something. Um, you know, if, if someone steals bread to feed the family, a, um, a Libra might be like, no, you got to, I know we're hungry, but you might want to send that bread back. So they're very moral, you know, the scale, at least for Libras. And I would think a lot of air signs are just about, you know, things being right. It doesn't matter. Air and fire. It's got to be logic. It's got to be right. You know, it's got to be the right thing to do. If you don't, if you're not doing the right thing, your intentions are questioned, for sure. Or if it doesn't look like it's the right thing. Um, for earth signs, they're just down to earth. <laughs> they're very flexible in their way of thinking. Um, they can be angry or they can be sad. They can, they have more emotions um, that they express than usually fire and air signs fire and air are not as um, expressive of their emotions as water and earth signs so sometimes there's always that miscommunication of hey you know you're smiling at me while you're insulting me I'm not used to this you know and that's something um, maybe certain people might do while others Someone might be purposely insulting you while another person is not trying to insult you. And no offense, but usually it's the air and water signs that are purposely trying to insult you while the water and earth signs are like, oops, I didn't mean to say it that way. I wasn't trying to insult you. It's just, it's a con, it's not anything bad. It's a confidence thing. It's a, it's a difference in confidence. And it's important to know who's lacking the confidence and who has too much of it because I'm not going to be stro um, stroking a narcissistic's, a narcissist's ego. And I'm not going to be bringing down someone who's already down to the ground about themselves. You know, so it's very important to understand the nature and nurture of the people coming into the community so I can, um, and the counselors can understand hey astrology does help and honestly I don't know why jobs weren't doing this before they have all these personality tests out there but each one matches up to your to your zodiac signs personalities like it's just read a book about your zodiac and you'll see it's not witchcraft it's not anything freaky you know God made us with earth so it's just based on what earth is in us the most. That's all. What element is inside you the most? What one, you know, what element should you be really getting getting in touch with? So, and it's not about the element itself all the time, but usually it relates. Usually fire signs love fire, water signs love water, earth signs love nature, 
and air signs. I don't know what they love. I think they love nature and being outside. So, the air loves air. I don't know. But, um, when it comes to just, you know, figuring people out, that's why sometimes the first thing I ask is, what's your zodiac sign? Because it's not that you're going to avoid being yourself, but you can avoid arguments. You can, you can know when to back off. You can know when to push a little more. You know, it's, everybody's different. So it's important to know the nature and nurture if someone has, um, just they, if they have a past that makes them less trusting of people. We, we might need to figure out that past. So it's this community setting is about um, people being honest and open. And it's about trying to help others. That's basically all it's about. If you're going in there with the, with the goal of greed, it's not the place for you. That's all. All right. Have a good day, everybody. If anyone is listening. <laughs> Bye.